Hey y'all, what's up? It's your girl Stephanie Warrington here with the Back to Life, Back to Reality podcast, where we are bringing people back to the reality that life comes through Jesus Christ. And today, guys, I am so excited to talk about this topic, but I must warn you guys, today's topic is going to be a little touchy. It's going to be a little transparent. It's going to be a little difficult for some, and it might even be scary, but this is why we're talking about it so that we can understand, so we can know, and we can be educated about certain topics. And the reason why I wanted to talk about the topic that we're going to discuss today is because I feel like it's a very taboo topic here in America. And especially when it comes to the church, I don't hear a lot of church sermons uh, regarding this topic. And because it's so important, it kind of bothers me that um, we're not talking about it more. And I was in the shower one day. Um, And the Lord told me, you should do an episode on this uh, topic. And especially in today's society, you know, we see a lot of this happening. You know, it's very prominent on TV. We hear it on the radio. Uh, Some of us are even witnessing it in our own homes. And it's a scary time. Um, But again, we want to talk about how... um, We want to talk about death and how we need to view death and what death is and again go more into depth about what it is um, and not make it a taboo subject because again um, I think because we live in a society um, where we don't really fear death or we don't really take death into consideration or what happens after Um, or because we live in a very instant gratification society, um, we live in a materialistic society, people kind of don't view death the way that they should or are educated on the topic of death. They kind of sweep it under the rug and, you know, we think that we're, we're guaranteed 80, 70, 90 plus years on this earth, but that's not true. Uh, so we want to make sure that we're comfortable and confident enough to talk about this subject because, again, everyone's going to go through it. We're all going to witness somebody go through it and we need to be prepared because essentially our time on earth is here to prepare for what's after death after our physical death, when we go to um, some type of eternity. And I'll never forget something uh, that my grandmother said when we were at her brother's funeral um, later, I think it was, yeah, it was later last year, 2019. And she said in her speech, she said, death is not for the person who died because clearly they already died, it's too late. Death is for the people who are here on earth still, who are living, and it acts as a reminder that we all have an appointment and we all need to be prepared to uh, to have our appointment because we don't know when our appointment is. Death is inevitable. inevitable. Again, we're all going to witness it. We're all going to experience it. But the when, the where, and the why is unknown. So we have to be prepared at all times because once we leave our bodies, it's too late. We're going to go into eternity and there's no turning back. Um, So, you know, we're going to discuss death. Uh, There's two types of death. A lot of us know about the actual physical death when our spirit leaves our body, when our body is no longer functioning. Um, But we don't really talk about the second death, which is spiritual death. And spiritual death is a real thing. Um, And we want to make sure that we're we're avoiding spiritual death because we don't we don't want to experience that. And we can actually go to Revelations, um, well, Revelation 25 through 6, and it says, 
But the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such, the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God in Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. So basically what that, um, what that scripture is entailing is that not everyone will go through spiritual death or go through the second death. And we want to make sure that people are avoiding that. So in today's episode, we're going to hit a few topics. We're going to talk about what causes death, um, what is the actual driving force of death. Um, and I'm not talking about, oh, someone died of cancer or got shot or got hit by a car. No, we're going to talk about what is actually the root of death and what causes actual death. We're going to talk about and discuss what is the first death, what is the second death, how to prepare for both the first death and the second death, and then also talk about how there's actual freedom in death. Um, So again, um, you know, I know this is a little bit of a touchy subject, especially um, in the era that we're living in with COVID-19, but again, it's very important that we understand the concept of death and how to prepare for it. So let's jump right into it. Okay, so what causes death? You know, and I think especially in America, I'm not sure about outside of America, but I know especially in America, we view death kind of as a very surface level understanding, a dictionary definition, um, which is the total and permanent cessation of vital functions of an organism. So that's kind of like the scientific definition, you know, um, your your body, your the way that it functions, you know, all your organs and sync, it it permanently does not work anymore. And and that yes, that is a scientific physical explanation about what death is. But death is actually the departing or the separation of one's uh, one spirit from the body. Um, and we can actually go to 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8. And it says, therefore, we were always confident and know that as long as we are home in the body, we are away, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and we prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Um, so basically what this is saying is that... Um, you know, when we when we are alive, you know, we are separated from the Lord because our spirit is dwelling here on earth. But when we, um, you know, when we when we die, um, and if you're a follower of Christ, you know, you're you're going to be with the Lord. Um, absent from the body means present with the Lord. Um, so, um, actual death which is the first death, the physical death, is when your spirit leaves your body. So what causes this to happen? What what causes um, death? Um, and like I said, a lot of people may think of it, oh, you know, I died because, or well, not I, but, you know, someone died because um, they got hit by a car, or they got shot, or they overdosed on drugs, or they had a disease. Um, those are things that we see as the reason why we die but that's not the case death is actually caused by sin and the bible talks so much about this but i just kind of wanted to go a little bit into detail as why death 
why sin causes the first death, which is the physical death, and also the second death, which is the spiritual death. So we got to take it way back to the beginning um, in Genesis. And we have to understand um, that before uh, Adam and Eve ate the apple, um, there was no sin. There was no evil. Uh, nothing bad was occurring on earth. All was good. Um, Adam and Eve had total oneness with God. They had uh, intimacy with God. God knew them. God had a relationship with them. And we were actually supposed to be immortal. So our bodies weren't supposed to actually die. We were just supposed to live on earth for eternity. We were supposed to have oneness with God on earth for eternity. But when Adam and Eve ate the apple, sin entered the world. And I said this before in multiple episodes, because sin entered the world, because evil entered the world, um, man became separated from God. So now that intimacy that we used to have with God, we don't have it anymore because um, we have to understand that God is holy, God is pure, God is just, God is righteous, and he cannot have anything that is dirty, dingy, rebellious, unfaithful, unholy, unrighteous, dwelling in his space, you know, um, he, ha- he has to maintain that. It's kind of like, you know, if you have a home, say if you have this beautiful mansion that you just bought, you, you, you worked your hardcore money on, you know, and you, you slave for that job, right? You know, you're just not going to let anybody come in to your home because you don't know that person. You don't know that person got mud on their shoes. You don't know someone's going to rob you or steal you. You don't just simply let people come into your new clean home. So that's how we have to think about heaven. That's how we have to think about dwelling with God that, you know, Because we are natural born sinners, because we're tainted, we're dirty, we're filthy, we're vile, we're rebellious and unholy and unrighteous, we can't just get into heaven. We can't just come into God's clean house thinking that everything is going to be okay. So we are separated by God because of sin, because of um, the fall of man. So because um, we were separated from God, um, God put a curse on man. And we can actually go to Genesis 3, 19. And it says, By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For you are dust, and to dust you will return. So because of sin, we actually see the physical concept of death happening. Because of sin, the actual concept of physical death um, is now a thing. It's now uh, an occurrence. Again, Before uh, the fall of man, there was no evil, there was no sin. We were supposed to be immortal. But because there is sin, there is evil, um, God put a curse on man. um, And we have to actually experience a physical death due to sin. So that's why it's important that we flee away from sin, that we flee flee away from evil. And, um, And not only does sin has sin uh, caused um, death to actually be a thing, but sin actually causes you to physically die over time. It deteriorates your body. And we can go to that. We can go to Proverbs 3, 7 through 8. And this this is actually one of my favorite scriptures, uh, Proverbs 3. And um, basically this section says, do not be wise in your own eyes. 
Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. So basically what that's saying is that when you shun evil, when you're not in a, uh, a life of sin, when you are trying to be in God's good graces and do things God's way, you're going to add um, health. You know, you're going to bring nourishment to your body. Like, your body is going to be well-nourished. You know, the reason why you deteriorate when from when you're a baby to when you get elderly is because you're, you're constantly putting your body through things. And that's due to sin. I mean, just think about it. If you're taking drugs, if you're partying too much, if you're drinking too much alcohol, if you're overworking and got a lot of gods, you know, got a busy schedule and not giving God, you know, uh, uh, reign over your life, you know, if you're having unprotected sex and all these other things, this is actually putting physical wear and tear on your body, which is why when you get older, you start to deteriorate. Because over the years, you've been sinning, you've been doing things against your temple that you shouldn't have been doing, and you start deteriorating. So when we don't flee from sin, when we don't flee um, from from evil, um, we're going to deteriorate our body. But when we live for God, when we want to do things God do things God's way, then we actually add nourishment to our body. We add nourishment from, from uh, to our bones. It doesn't reduce. I mean, it doesn't um, stop the actual process of deteriorating, but it reduces it um, and, you know, it allows you to actually live a longer, healthier life. But again, because of sin, we still are going to experience death anyways. Um, but yeah, also uh, sin causes the second death. Um, and the second death is a spiritual death. And spiritual death is separation from God for eternity, or a lot of people don't like to hear this, but it means going to hell, not going to heaven. And again, I talked about that with the analogy of the, of the house, your brand new mansion, um, and you not letting people come in. You know, you can't just let people come in just because they're a good person. They're still dirty. They still got mud on their shoes. Uh, they still might they still might steal. They may have a they may have COVID nineteen, and they're gonna come into your clean mansion that you just bought and you worked hard for. No, you gotta preserve your home. Um, so when when you're separated from God, um, you're you can't come into His dwelling place because you're tainted with sin. And again, God can't do deal with sin that's why lucifer got kicked out of heaven because sin and rebellion and falling short of the glory of god cannot dwell where it's pure it's holy it's blissful it's righteous and all those things and we can go to romans 6 23 and it says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life in jesus christ our lord so the wages of sin so when you live a sinful lifestyle the wages of sin is that second death, um, separation from God for eternity. Um, and we have to think about the logical reasons about this. So if I'm living on earth and God has given uh, certain instructions, a certain way to get into his clean home, into his kingdom, into heaven, and we don't follow that, um, you know, we don't have... Um, our sanctification through Jesus Christ. We don't have our justification um, by living uh, accordingly uh, to his word and, you know, being Christ-like and building his kingdom. Um, if he 
if he cannot connect with us while we're on earth because we did not follow you know his instruction to get into his home we can't assume we can't think that when we die we're just gonna waltz right into heaven it, it does not work that way it cannot happen that way what if you are separated from god on earth you remain separated in eternity you carry that same stature that same status that you were on earth um you know into your afterlife so that's why if you don't know christ and if you don't know uh, god and you're not living your um, life according to god's will and accepting his free gift of salvation, you will be separated from God for eternity. And it really breaks my heart, guys. And a lot of people aren't going to want to hear this, but it is very true. I see a lot of people, especially on social media, when people have passed away, talking about, you know, rest in peace, I'll see you in heaven again. And they did not know Jesus. They did not know Christ. God did not know them. So how are they going into heaven? God does not know that person personally. He had no intimacy with you. So your sins are not forgiven. You're still you're still cursed. <laughs> you're still cursed. So you're going to remain cursed when you leave this earth. And I know that's very hard to understand and grasp, but that's just how God separate uh, that's how God um actually it is actually it's our fault if we um if we remain separated from god because god gives us the blueprint on how to return to him but um so yeah if you are if you are disconnected from god and god does not know you intimately and personally um while you're while you're living then he's not going to know you in the afterlife you know again if you don't know this person with dirty shoes and COVID coming into your house, you're not going to let them in, even though they're a good person. It's, no, you got to protect your sanctuary. You got to protect your home and what you worked hard for. Um, so, yeah, and, and that's why I say a lot in other episodes, you know, we want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, and not depart from me. I never knew you. Because if God never knew you, he can't let you in his home. So we want to make sure, and that's why it's important when we live our lives we are constantly preparing for it for eternity because we don't know when we're going to leave this earth. We don't know when our time is going to come. So we want to always make sure that we are following God's will and God's will and God's way um, is in is in the Bible. And people may say, well, Stephanie, I don't believe in the Bible. I don't I don't even believe in religion. So now what? Now what? Well, I challenge you if you are someone who does not believe in the Bible or who doesn't believe in anything, does your form of belief guarantee you 100% that if you, that you are going to go to heaven, that you are going to, um, you know, dwell with your creator for eternity? Are you 100% sure, uh, guaranteed that, you know, the, the, the practices and the beliefs and the faith that you believe is getting you into heaven 100%. And I'm going to answer that for you guys. The answer is no, because no one else but Jesus Christ has claimed that they are the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one will see the Father but through him. No one has shed blood for us to you know, to be atoned, to, to get rid of the sentence of death, to get rid of the curse. You know, no one has done that. No one has seen the Father. No one has claimed that they are the Father. Um, you know, 
you gotta most most uh religions and i talked about that in another episode but most religions believe you have to work your way into heaven that logically does not make sense you cannot work your way into heaven because in order to get into heaven you would have to do more good deeds than you did bad deeds and you have no way you have no way to keep track of that no way to keep count of that so you will always be uncertain that you are getting into heaven if you are you know relying on the system that i can just work my way into heaven because you have no um recognition of if you did enough good deeds or bad deeds so that's why jesus is the only way because he has proven himself to be the only way through sanctification and through justification so again sin is the reason why we actually physically die and sin is the reason why um you know, we die a physical and a spiritual death. So let's talk more into depth about what each of these deaths are. So the first death is a physical death. Um, again, it is when your um, when your when your body leaves, uh, when your spirit leaves your body. And I wanted to give you guys another scripture. It is Ecclesiastes. Uh, 12 through 17, uh, well, uh, chapter 12, verse, verse 7, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't have this pulled up for you guys earlier. Um, but it says that, Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. So, again, this scripture shows that there is a separation of um, there's a separation of the body and there's a separation of the spirit. When you go to a funeral and you see the person laying in their casket, they literally look like a shell. Like they're just an empty shell. So that part is going to go back to the ground. It's going to turn into dust. But your spirit is what's going to move on. Um, and um, the, in the physical death, the first death, Everyone experiences this. There is no escaping it. And when we, and it's kind of mind-boggling when we see people like Kobe Bryant and Michael Jackson and, you know, all these celebrities that have died in the past and even sometimes loved ones, we're like, they died? Yeah, y'all, they died. Everyone dies. Everyone has an appointment. It's not a shocking thing. Celebrities aren't immortal. Your grandmother isn't immortal. Your mother isn't immortal. You're not immortal. I'm not immortal. We all we all will go back to dust because we have the curse um, through Adam and Eve. Um, physical death can be natural or can be forced. So natural would be you would naturally die of old age. Um, you know, God bless all the grandparents still alive um, today just because it's very rare to live a long, healthy life, you know, to die at an old age. You don't see that a lot. A lot of people aren't even making it past 18, 20 years old. So, you know, we, we love our grandparents, and I'm grateful that both of my grandparents, um, my grandmothers are still alive. I didn't really know my grandparents, but anyways. Um, and the way I like to see your physical death is, you know, like I said, a lot of people think that, you know, oh, you know, I fell down a cliff or I got hit by a car, or I got shot, or whatever the case may be, that that 
is the reason why you die. But no, remember, sin is the reason why you die. Why you die? Think of the way you died or the why you died is kind of like the driving force that pushes your spirit outside of your body. Um, but again, I want to make this clear that you know the way you die is not your cause of death. Your cause of death is sin, but that quote-unquote cause of death is what kind of pushes your spirit um, to come out of your body. It's the driving force, um, and that's how I kind of see it. Um, those who are sanctified, um, which means they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, so their name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and they go through the justification process, you know, they're living according to the will of God and through His Word, um, and I did a whole episode on that, um, so go and check that out. Um, you repented, I did a whole episode on that, so go check that out as well, um, but um yeah, so those who are sanctified will only experience the first death because remember, Jesus uplifted the curse of, um, you know, re remaining in, in death. Um, so when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you know, um, you will only experience a physical death. Um, something that we need to understand is that life is not promised. Again, we don't know when our appointment is. All of us will die, but we don't know when our appointment is. So it's important that we are preparing um, for, for death. And if we go to James 4, 14, it says, why do you even know what will happen tomorrow? What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. So um, a quicker version is that life is nothing but a vapor. And again, life is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. 10 seconds from now is not promised. 10 years from now is not promised. You being 90, 70, 60 years old is not promised. So it's, you don't want to say, oh, I got time. I got time to get to know God. I got time to get my life together. No, you don't have time because you do not know your appointment. Your appointment is guaranteed, but the timing and the place and the reason is not. So life is not, life is not, uh, guaranteed so you want to make sure that you're always preparing uh for eternity um again when, once you leave your body once your spirit leaves your body that's it there's no turning back oh hey god you know can i go back real quick you know just because I didn't, I didn't get saved yet so you know i don't, I don't want to be separated so can i go back no there's none of that in, in in rare cases we have heard of people dying and going to hell or going to heaven and coming back to share their testimony yes there are people like that but for the majority of us once we die we're gone we go on to the to to our final uh, final destination. Um, after the first death comes judgment, and that's why we have to prepare. That's why we have to be sanctified and justified. Um, yeah, sanctified and justified because we will face God. We will all see the face of God and be in God's presence, and we will be judged and we will be shared an account of our lives, um, things that we did out in the flesh and things that were in our heart and in our minds that other people can't see. Um, and it says in Hebrews 9, 27, as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this is judgment. So again, physical death is, is unavoidable and judgment is unavoidable. And and basically judgment is to is to is God's way of saying, Did I know you? 
good good job, my well and faithful servant. Yeah, I knew you, or I don't know you. Depart from me. I never knew you. You know, so that's that's God's way of of knowing of determining if He knew us enough that we can come into His house, come into His clean house, or He's like, Nah, yo, I I, I didn't know you, so you got to go. We we can't be cool. You can't come in. You gonna contaminate my house. And um, something um, also about the first death is that it is considered a sleep. And we can go to 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 17. And I'm only going to read a little bit. Um, But it says, brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who are asleep in death. So that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring Jesus, those who have fallen asleep in him, according to the Lord's word. We tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen. Um, And there's more, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. You guys can read it yourself, though. Um, And basically, this is just kind of talking about, you know, when Christ comes back and, you know, that, um, you know, death is, is, is temporary. You know, it's kind of like a like a, a deep sleep for those who, of us who are in Christ. It's kind of like a really deep sleep um, that you don't wake up from until he returns. Um, but those who do not know Christ, um, it's not a sleep. It's, it's permanent. Um, but yeah, so again, the first death is physical. Um, and once we go through that physical death, for some people... They will go through the second death, which is spiritual. Um, so yeah, second death is a spiritual death. It's separation from God for et- from eternity or for eternity, and that means being in hell. It means dwelling with Satan and his minions. Um, it's an internal punishment, um, eternal punishment, uh, not internal, eternal. And we can go to Second Thessalonians. Uh, 1-9 and it says they will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might so they will be punished with everlasting destruction so you will be destroyed if you are separated from God and there is this amazing 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 testimony um, on YouTube about a 25 year old um, who died um, and went to experience hell and then experienced heaven and he just really goes into depth or depth depth um, about both of his experience in heaven and in hell and I highly highly encourage you uh, to go um, to go check that out I'm gonna put the link in the description on anchor so you can get it and see it um, through uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever this podcast is going to be, uh, you can check it out. Um, but it's very interesting um, and it's very eye awakening. Um, but yeah, so second death is punishment. Uh, it is a form of punishment, and we can go to Revelation twenty one eight, and it says, "But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts." idolaters and all liars they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur this is the second death and 
Um, there's plenty of scriptures, other scriptures um, that talk about, you know, sins that will keep you separated from God and things like that. I believe it's in Galatians 5 and there's other ones, um, but um, this is the one that I chose to, to show you guys. But yes, it's going to be a punishment. Like, if you go to hell and the way that the guy explained it is like you, you, you are in constant regret of not knowing God. Can you imagine that, guys? For eternity, constant regret. Constant regret of being separated from God, from being tormented because you did not want to listen to that crazy Christian. You didn't want to listen. You wanted to follow your own path. You wanted to do your own thing. You wanted, you know, to do whatever you wanted to do because in your mind, you thought you was better. You thought your ways and your thoughts were higher than God's, the Creator's, okay? So just imagine that feeling of being separated from God for eternity. Like it, it's kind of like if you if you lost your mother or your father and died, and you have that deep sorrow, that deep separate like like I'm separated from my parents. Like I will never see them again. Magnify that by like a thousand. Imagine that feeling by like a thousand. You know. Thank God I haven't lost my parents. My parents are still healthy and alive today, and I thank God for that. But I know a lot of people who have lost parents, and, and they're suffering, and they're hurting. So imagine that pain and that feeling times a thousand, like on magnitude. Like, you're, you're going to be hurt because you're separated from God. Um, not all will experience the second death again. If you know Christ, if you go through your sanctification and your justification process and I did a whole episode on that you can check it out um then you are fine your name is written in the land's book of life but those who don't know God who don't know Christ who haven't gone through sanctification and justification um you will experience that and we can go to John three sixteen. we all know uh this uh scripture for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life um, but there's also Mark 16, 16, and it says, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. So if you do not believe that Jesus took away that curse of death for you, that he is the sacrificial lamb, the son of God, he rose on the third day, um, and that he will return for his church, then you will be separated from God. It's not, and, and, and the thing that, that fathoms me about people, it's like, I'm, this, this is not me saying that. This is not me coming out of my own knowledge. This is what God, your creator, is saying. So take it seriously, you know? You gotta take these things seriously. Second death is only avoided through the sanctification and the justification process. Again, I did a whole episode on that. So go check it out on how you are sanctified and justified through Christ Jesus. Go check that out. Um, your second death is an extension of what your life was here on earth. So again, I spoke about that in the beginning where if you are on earth and you are separated from God, God does not know you and you die, you, you, you are in that same state from when you are in, in the world to when you die. It, like I said, you don't just be separated from God and not do God's will while you're on earth and when you die, you just go to heaven. That, that, that doesn't make any sense. That's like, that's like 
go into a job and they have specific uh, rules and regulations that you need to follow and you didn't do it, um, and you're thinking you're going to keep your job. No, you can't do that. It, it's the same thing. There's there's rules, there's regulations, you know, there's, um, there, yeah, there's rules and regulations, there's standards that you need to follow in order to be with God. Once you experience the first death without salvation, you can't avoid the second death. Again, you can't you, you can't leave your body, face judgment, God say, depart from me, I didn't know you. And then you're like, well, can I go back to earth real quick and get saved and sanctified? Now that I know that it's real, now that I know that it's true, can I go back? No, the whole point was for you to believe. That's why it says... Um, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. You got to believe. You have to put your your thoughts and your ways aside. Set them aside like they said in, in Proverbs 3. Um, do not lean on your own understanding. And trust and have faith that God has provided a way for you to return to him. So that's how serious it is. So now what I want to do is I want to talk about how do we prepare for death. And very simple. Um, So we prepare for the physical death by taking care of our temple, which is our body. And I'm not going to read these scriptures to you, but you can go to 1 Corinthians 6, 19 or um, 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 17. You must repent and remove sinful lifestyles from, from your ways. Um, so repent, 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 repent. Even me as a believer, I still have to repent. I still have to die to my class daily. I still have to pick up, uh, I have to die to my flesh daily. I have to pick up my cross daily. You know, I have to deny myself daily. Repent and ask for forgiveness of sins. Trust God and follow his path for your life. Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. One of my favorite scriptures of all time that really helped me get through life proverbs 35 through 8 lots of wisdom in there um enjoy life and have uh fun godly fun i'm not talking about going to the club and shaking your butt i'm not talking about getting tipsy i'm not going i'm not talking about going over tyrone's house on monday sharika's house on thursday and all that other, no godly fun there's plenty of things that you can do for fun that are godly that are pleasing in god's eye and proverbs 17 22 talks about how you should be having fun how you should laugh when you're on this earth and how to how to prepare to avoid second death so you only want to experience first death how do you prepare to avoid second death um again repent from your sins repent of your sins make sure you're not actively and willingly and wantingly living in a uh, a lifestyle that is ungodly, that is of the world, that is of the flesh, and that is of, of, of Satan. Accepting Christ as our Lord and Savior um, is the only way, guys. I, I like like I said, I I believe I did go over that um, in my coexist episode, so go check that out. Um, having godly sorrow um i did uh talk about that specifically um i forgot the title of the episode but i believe it was the yes it was uh the last episode that i did um called get my life or get your life um you want to build intimacy with god get to know him pray read your bible go to church um 
you know, have, um, have uh, godly relationships, romantic and friendship, spread the gospel, um, and follow God's commands, follow the word of God, read, read your Bible. The, the, the easiest way to get to know God is literally read your Bible. Read your Bible, read the word of God. It says that the word of God is God. It's God breathed. When heaven and earth pass away, this, this remains the same. This does not change. This will never change. Doesn't matter if it's 1532 BC or 1532 AD or 2070 or 3100 you know what bc or ad whatever it, it, this does not change it does not change it remains the same and lastly guys after talking about this i know again talking about hell and separation from god can be a little scary but i do want to also remind you guys that there is a way to guarantee that you will not be separated from your creator and that is getting to know jesus as your lord and savior accepting the free gift of salvation to be removed from the curse that adam and eve put upon us there is freedom in death and you know when you see people who pass who know the lord you're at peace when you see them pass when you see them struggling on their deathbed because they got a disease or they got shot or what, whatever the case may be, you are at peace because you know they are going home. You know their name is written in the book of life. You know that um, God is going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. There is freedom in death when you know Christ. And it says in Hebrews 2, um, hold on, let me search it for you guys real quick. Hebrews 2, 14 through 15. Sorry, y'all, I thought I put it up real quick on the, um, on the computer, but I didn't, but that's okay. We're going to get it right. Uh, Hebrews 2, 14 through 15, and it says... Sorry, y'all, of course, my internet went on. I fell slow. It says, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death. That is the devil. And free those who all their, who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. So when you know Christ, Satan does not have you in bondage anymore. Satan does not have a stronghold on you. You are free. You are free indeed. That's why it says, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, who saved a wretch, a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. You are free from the shackles of the enemy, of sin, of, of the world, of temptation. You are free, or you have freedom. I'm not saying that you won't encounter those things, but you have freedom. You have peace through Christ Jesus because he overcame uh, he overcame those things on the cross for you. He took away the curse that you would be bonded to it. Um, and then also the last scripture that I wanted to share is John 14. John 14, 1 through 6. And it says, do not, this is when Jesus um, comes back. 
well, actually not. I'll just read it to you. It says, Jesus comforts his disciples. It says, do, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that was not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. So actually, I think this is uh, uh, moments before um, Jesus is about to be handed over by Judas. Um, um, but yeah, and then later in that um, in that scripture, um, in verse six, it says that I am the way, the truth, and the life; that no one comes to the Father except through me. So again, that Jesus is the way to God. Um, and when when we leave this earth, um, we are guaranteed a place. Uh, we are guaranteed a place in heaven with our heavenly Father when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Um, so Jesus already prepared a place for us if we accept him. Um, but yeah, guys, um, I hope you guys took a lot, uh, from this episode. Again, I know it's a little touchy. I know it was a little transparent and straightforward. I know it might be a little scary to some, but I do want to encourage you guys to take this seriously. Again, especially living in COVID-19 era, you're not promised. You know, on, on top of that, you got other diseases, you got crazy drunk drivers, you got temptation to be just drinking and having sex and, and drugs and, there's, and, and, and murders and crazy people out there. You just, there's just a whole plethora of things that can end your life at any moment. And it's like, you don't know when that's going to be. So I encourage you guys, please start taking your life seriously. Life is not just about turning up and making sure you get the most out of your 20s and your 30s and your 40s. No, that will happen naturally when you live for God, when you live for Christ, when you want to build God's kingdom here on earth, when you want to be disciples of, of, of men, you know, fishers of men. Um, and, and make disciples and, and bring people into the body of God. You will find purpose. You will find fulfillment in that. And I, again, I want to encourage you guys to start taking death seriously. Start thinking about death. Start preparing for your eternity. And know that Jesus loves you. And he died on the cross for you so that you can have a place with your creator, with your heavenly father. So you can hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. But yeah, guys, I'll catch y'all next time. Who knows when the next episode is going to be. Honestly, I just go when the Holy Spirit tells me or if there's really a hot, hot topic that needs to be talked about. But I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, make sure you go um, on Spotify and Apple. Um, if you go on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a comment. You can leave a review. You can subscribe so you know when the next episode is coming. And that'll keep you caught up. But also, go check out the previous episodes because, again, it's going to really help you dig deeper and understand this episode. But, yeah, guys, um, I'll catch you later. Peace out. Stay blessed.